You know, when I look out at all of us very snugly close together, it reminds me of uh, my family living room growing up and with a number of pieces of furniture. If we were all going to gather in and watch a good movie or something, we had to pull in pretty close. So this is God's great living room here tonight. We're all kind of snug together here. So in a, a village in Germany, small little town, the pastor of a parish, he looked out the window at the lawn after Christmas Day. And he noticed that the baby Jesus was missing from the nativity set in the yard. So he throws his coat on and goes outside and sees a little boy with a little red wagon going away from the church. And sure enough, there in his wagon is the baby Jesus. So he walks up to the little boy. He says, dear young friend, where did you get your passenger? Oh, he said, I got it from the church. And why did you take him? Well, he said, a week before Christmas, I prayed to the Lord that if he would get me a little red wagon, that I would give baby Jesus the first ride. <laughs> I can only imagine <laughs> a little boy doing this very easily. Wouldn't it be wonderful if you and I could approach Christmas more like the heart of a child, to approach this beautiful mystery that we celebrate tonight through the eyes and the heart and the wonder that we see so often in little children. This is my prayer for myself and for all of you who are gathered here tonight. The great expectation and longing that God would fulfill his promise to send a savior to the world was very deep in the heart of Mary and her people. So much so that when Mary conceives by the power of the spirit, when she conceives in her womb the savior of the world, no sooner has this miraculous event took, taken place and it says that she makes haste to go visit her cousin Elizabeth. Mary cannot wait to share her child, this savior with the whole world. And this is why it is easy for me to imagine that on this Christmas night, over 2,000 years ago, when those shepherds came to the place and they saw Mary and Joseph and the baby, I can easily imagine Mary holding the child out to these shepherds and begging them to take this child into their arms. And therefore tonight, let us also imagine 
Mary, in her eagerness to bring every single person close to Jesus with such excitement, with such joy, imagine her placing the baby Jesus in your arms and in mine. And as you and I look down at that little baby, we realize that God has become our neighbor. God has indeed drawn very close, as close as the baby next door. And we realize that God, Jesus Christ, that he starts his life in the same way that we started our life, like a little child that we can take into our arms, a tiny infant that we can clasp close to our bosom, that we can hold near our heart. And as we do this, our heart is nothing but wide open. We don't even have to try, but we are moved to love this littleness, this bundle of frail helplessness. But there comes a moment as we look into those eyes, those little, beautiful, wide-open eyes that are looking up into ours, there's a moment when we are invited to behold this child with the same faith, the same living faith as Mary, Joseph, and these shepherds. And we come to this profound realization that this little child that Mary has placed in your arms, in my arms, that this little child is God. That this little child is God, the eternal Son who has come to this world clothed in our humanity. And this child, he comes for one single purpose. He comes only to save us. And what this means very clearly from the scriptural point of view is that this little child was born in order to die. This little child was born in order to die. He will exchange the wood of this cradle manger, and he will exchange it for the wood of the cross. Because the same love that moves him to leave the splendor of his heavenly home 
in order to embrace our littleness and our lowliness will be the same love that will move him to enter with the greatest mercy and compassion all the yuck and the muck of our fallen, broken humanity. To embrace the shame of the cross in order to die for your sins and mine. This helpless little baby will do for us what we are absolutely helpless to do for ourselves in that which really matters most. And if those celebrations we'll have later tonight and tomorrow are going to be as joyful as they can be, for us to really appreciate how good this news is and the joy that is fitting to have on this night, we need together to understand the helplessness that I just spoke about if we are going to appreciate the gift. Let me give some examples. Let me put on my glasses. What is it that you and I are helpless to do for which we absolutely need Jesus? For example, you and I cannot by ourselves overcome the fear of death nor the doubts about whether anything lies beyond death. We can't overcome that. But Jesus, by his death and resurrection, overcomes it absolutely. You and I cannot forgive and take away our own sins. And even less can you and I heal the separation that these sins cause in our relationship with God. We cannot bridge the gap. But Jesus Christ, in dying for your sins and mine, is the only bridge, the only one that can take away sin and reconcile absolutely with God. We cannot, by ourselves, free, become free from the bondage and the attachments that result from our sins. Only Jesus can set us free from these. We cannot attain for ourselves and for those that we love the eternal life that God has promised for us in heaven. Jesus alone not only opens the gates, but Jesus alone is the way, the truth, and the life that leads us there.
We cannot generate, self-generate, the love that alone can fulfill the heart, the deep longing for love that you and I have, that love that prepares for heaven. That is divine love. And divine love is a gift that only Jesus can give to us. We cannot give ourselves a meaning into our life that is beyond this world. Jesus alone gives us that ultimate meaning that transcends this life and gives to your life and mine its ultimate purpose and goal. You and I cannot adequately fulfill another human being's need for love and happiness. In other words, you and I cannot be God for another person, even though we sometimes look for this in one another, expecting another to completely fulfill us when that is absolutely impossible. Only God can fill that God-sized hole in my heart. We cannot finally complete, have complete certainty and absolute security that everything will work out for good and turn out well in the present or in the future. We cannot fix this world and we cannot fix the problems and brokenness in our families and in other relationships. Jesus Christ alone is Savior and the one who can heal and redeem this. I could go on, but you have the Christmas ham in the oven. And I don't want it to burn. But wonder of wonders, gift of all gifts, the true and living hope of this world, the child Mary has placed in our arms with our childlike imagination has, can actually do all this and more for you and for me and has actually come into this world precisely to do just this for all those who will open their lives to him. Do you and I believe this? Is this too good to be true? You see, I hope this gathering next year will be even more joyful because like Mary and G Joseph and these shepherds, that we will dare to believe with a radical faith that we will completely open our hearts with a radical openness to Jesus the Savior who can do all this for you and me. Each of us has to grapple with this. We can't allow our lives to get so busy again that we let this fall untapped, unexperienced. And you and I can only imagine the great joy of Mary in heaven right now as she will witness and experience the same Jesus 
Savior of the world, given to us tonight, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the gift of holy communion. Let us receive that gift in the same way that we receive this Christ child from Mary. Let us receive it with faith, with a radical openness. Let us experience Jesus, the Savior of the world. Amen. All right. Okay. Boy, you all look so beautiful, dressed up in your Christmas, your Christmas best there. So, what is the greatest gift that God has given us? What is the greatest gift that we're celebrating tonight that God has given us? Yes, it's Jesus, right? God gave us the gift of Jesus, and that's why we're all here tonight and so excited. But you know, when we love someone, when someone loves you and gives you a gift, do you ever feel like responding with love and giving a gift back? Yeah, don't you, don't you feel that all the time? When someone's kind to you, you feel like being kind back. So I, I got us a special gift that we can give to Jesus tonight. Would anybody like to give that to him? Okay, you two right there. You two. Why don't you come on up here? We're going to give this to Jesus. All right, there you go. You two, okay, you want to come up together? Okay. So why don't you take that up and just give that to Jesus, okay? There we go. Put it right there. Uh-oh. We got a problem. Jesus' hands are so small, he can't open it. We should probably open it for him, don't we? Okay, we're going to open this gift that we're going to give to Jesus, but I need someone to help me open it. Okay, why don't you come on up here? Now, this, this gift is shaped like what? Oh, my gosh. You know, we can imagine that just as God gives us his heart when he gives us his son Jesus, the gift that we want to give to Jesus, we want to give him our hearts, yes? Wouldn't you love to give Jesus your heart and that he would come and live in that heart forever and ever? Well, let's open this heart and see what's inside. What's inside? There's nothing inside. Do you think Jesus would love for us to offer him an empty heart? No. We got to put something in this heart, don't we? What are we going to put in this heart to offer to Jesus? Yes. Flowers. We could put flowers in this heart. Okay, what else? We can put our hearts in this heart. That's a good one. How about you? We can put love in this heart. How about you back here? A bicycle? <laughs> How about you back here? Do you, yeah, you, you can answer. We can put joy in this heart. Yes, how about you? Happiness. We can put happiness in here. How about you? 
Boy, here's a, here's a boy after my own heart. He said, dilly bars. <laughs> yes. You know, we can, show, we can show love in any number of ways, can't we? We can express it, but you know what? There's another way we can, we can express our love to Jesus. Let me see. You know, I wasn't very good at those, you know, fitting things together. There we go. We are going to sing a song to Jesus tonight. And I have it right here. And I'm going to give this out. If you can read, I want to give you one of these. Can you read okay? Can anybody read? Yeah, here we go. Okay. <laughs> to all those who can read here, you pass them back. To those who can read, pass them back this way. You pass them that way. And you pass them this way. All those who can read, you take one of these. All right. We got some back there. Pass them back. Pass them back this way. Okay, pass them back. Pass them back to those who can read. There we go. Then you can share them as well. Okay, we're going to sing. We're going to sing. Here, you can share with me. You come up here. You can share with me. Okay, we're going we're to sing this song to Jesus as a way of filling that heart with our love and offering to baby Jesus a gift. This is the, the song, Away in a Manger. Okay, we're going to sing that together now, okay? Let's sing this for baby Jesus. Away in a manger, no crib for his bed. The little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head. The stars in the bright sky look down where he lay. The little Lord Jesus asleep on the hay. The cattle are lowing, the baby awakes. But little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes. I love you, Lord Jesus, look down from the sky and stay by my cradle till morning is night. Be near me, Lord Jesus, I ask you to stay. Close by me forever and love me, I pray. Bless all the dear children in your tender care and bring us to heaven to live with you there. Do you think we may be baby Jesus happy? Oh, my goodness. And now let's open our hearts to receive a special blessing from the baby Jesus for you. Baby Jesus, I pray that you would bless all the children that are here tonight and throughout the world, that you would always keep them close to your heart and be a light to guide their way safely to heaven. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. 